welcome to this weekly episode of Call to Action Live. We are happy to be here. It's been a crazy week with Schmodown. Awesome matches, crazy news. It's been spectacular. And to my right, I have the amazing, the one, the only, the PLD, Paul Denuzio. How are you doing? I am doing just fine. Coming out of here off the Action Industries stream right into class, Call to Action. We don't need sleep. It's good to go. <laughs> Absolutely. And below me, I have the lovely, the talented, the one of a kind, the amazing Mac Daddy, Alex Mac herself. How are you doing, love? I'm just going to be posing like this for the rest of the day, evening. As you should. <laughs> I just realized the theme song kind of sounds like a mixture between like the new Doctor Who theme and Rick the Rick and Morty theme song a little bit. I just realized if they had like a theme song baby, it would be ours. That fits our vibes. I, I like a little that. Timey, wimey, wimey kind of situation. Um, <laughs> so. Sorry, does that mean who, which one of us would be the doctor then? <laughs> Not me, because I've never seen a single episode. Well, I'll be the doctor. I there you go. I would just like, I just want to be a ginger. I've been waiting to be a ginger. Am I a ginger yet? Damn. <laughs> Actually, I'm too old. I'd be the, the old man doctor from like the original series that comes back, like Dr. Tom Baker or whatever. Oh, I'd be like, who? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we have a fantastic show for you this week. Uh, we had some spectacular matches, so we're going to start our show off with Don't Call It a Recap, where we recap this week's episodes of Showdown, where all the matches happen, starting with a certain team's match, uh, Cuckoo's Best versus The Real Rejects. What'd you can guys I, think of that? Can I yeah. interject one thing first? Yes. Order 66. Oh, yes. This is episode Order 66. <laughs> I just had to say it. I love it. <laughs> what is that referring to? I have no clue. What does that mean? This is why you're not a Star Wars fan. <laughs> no, I don't care <laughs> about Star Wars. Go yell. Lucas will yell it to you in a couple seconds. <laughs> Lucas doesn't really care about Star Wars all that much. It's Revenge of the Sith. It's uh, it's the it's order execute order sixty six when the clones turn on the Jedi and killed all and, most uh, the Jedi. Most of the Jedi anyway, and they uh. The okay, so the space and space robots are gonna be like. <laughs> battle, right, rightfully so. Rightfully so. They're going to battle <laughs> with the glow sticks. Right, uh, okay, we're good. I, oh, I'm almost sorry I brought it up. <laughs> almost sorry. Our episode is now about Star Wars. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you guys think about awesome teams match? Uh, did it end up ending the way you thought it would? What were your feelings about it? I was so. I, I would both surprise and not surprise in a way. I always felt like the real rejects had a lot of potential, not to be like a championship level team, but they always seem to have I me. Mean, Greg Alba, uh, John Humphreys had that great run in the free for all, but uh, Greg Alba seems to know his stuff. It almost seems like they could, they have enough talent that with like a, enough Makuga-ing, I'm guessing, that they could, <laughs> nice book, that they could <laughs> get some success. Um, but it's interesting to see. I didn't know how, know what to expect from the other side. We know video drew. But we didn't know what Rick Tom, slash Tom was mm -hmm. going to bring to the table. Um, it ended up being an interesting, an interesting match. Real, real rejects getting the win is uh, something that was a fun. Oh, action cast trying to play on here, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, video Drew and Tom, the new Tom, are going to be a good team, I think. Although I think they still have to find their ground. A few more matches, maybe to settle themselves in a little bit. 
especially new Tom. I think he doesn't just know what he's doing quite yet. It's a new, mm -hmm. new experience with the lights, but uh, it, was, it was pretty good. It wasn't too bad. All right, Alex, what did you think of it? <laughs> I, uh, 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 um, okay. So I have a lot of conflicting feelings. I'm not going to lie. Okay. So Cougar's Mess, I feel like they're very, very hyped up. Um, almost overly hyped up. So I kind of feel bad kind of for them kind of going into this. Um, you know, like a lot of teams or individuals can be super duper hyped where you expect like some astronaut, like you're expecting something astronomical from them. Like I feel so bad for Robert Parker. <laughs> right. Like, no He's pressure. Tired. <laughs> so bad for Tom. <laughs> whenever he goes singles i'm like a oh, poor guy <laughs> whenever that time comes um but regardless in this i knew that they were super duper height and so knowing that i was just like usually that doesn't go so well but also i'm like um real rejects i mean don't get me wrong they're one of my favorite teams i mean like look at their record i mean Come on. So, um, but when they're good, I mean, you can't deny it. I mean, like they've played a handful of really great matches. Um, I mean, their scores are really, really great. They can go up against the best of them. But um, it just comes down to how serious are they going to take the match itself? I've never really seen them be, be serious before, but they've also talked about on their own streams how they're really taking it to the next level this season. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited to kind of see them really amp it up but also they won oh fuck they won that was the big story of the night that you never expect i mean i almost expect if you look in wrestling terms how christian books the show generally mm -hmm. there's a strategy to how you do it and real rejects were a team that i feel like video drew and tom were supposed to beat um a lot of times when you establish a new team you put them up against somebody who has some history with the league, has some level of, I mean, I don't know really success, but they're there to make them look good. It's kind of like a, they're kind of called jobbers in WWE, for example. Today. You beat them so that they look good, so they can move on. Um, so they want to They're the sex tape. Right, right. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. So, <laughs> sex, I like that. Uh, <laughs> do you not remember fighting with my family? I, I, I do. Yes, I do. That's what the nicknames. The Rock, Dwayne The Rock, his job, he's like, hey, sex tape. His job is to make people look good. Pretty That's well. why everyone calls him sex tape. <laughs> Come on, man. Vince Vaughn. I love that movie so much. Y'all suck. Okay. <laughs> I surprisingly wasn't a fan of that movie. <gasps> okay. Well, you're I being sent off the stream right meow. I, I should. Okay. So this is going to be between you and yeah. I. Say heads up. <laughs> it's magic. It's a whole other conversation we're not going to talk about today in this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we just night. We'll save it for ladies' night. Well, well, it's a whole section wait, dedicated wait. to the love Ladies' night. <laughs> Really, you wish you were on Ladies Night. You would pay money to be on Ladies Night. I'm here to have the battle. Now you're saying it's going to be on Ladies Night where I can't be. That's a little unfair. That's all. We're just going to talk about praising it. We don't need you to argue with us because we know we're right. <laughs> I wanted to love it. I wanted to love it. I so many facts. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I wanted to love Star Wars, yet here we are. My turn. Um, <laughs> But anyway, all right, let's get up. But getting back on it, right. the idea was the real rejects were supposed to be a stepping stone, I think, for video, for video Drew. And it didn't happen that it would work out that way. So what does that mean? Um, in this league, it seems like getting a loss is a lot 
bigger of a deal now than it was mm -hmm. a couple years ago because now it's about there's so many people and teams needing matches mm -hmm. that you yep. need those wins. Um, the bad teams are still solid. Right. Exactly. Look, if you just if you're really able to dissect them, yeah, they're pretty solid still. So, yep. so it's kind of it's kind of, I think that throws everything a little bit out of whack. Although I know in Christian, I trust as far as that goes. Now, ever since Drew and Dan Merle happened, I think he's got plans within plans within plans. Oh yeah. I'm sure he has like five storylines for everything that could possibly happen just in case. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we have a Ricky competitor in the chat, a Mr. Sean Sullivan, just yeah. saying. So yeah. hyped for you. Yeah, we'll, be, I, we'll be talking about you a little bit later, I think. Listen, I don't want I don't want you to see you here, Sean. Sean, you have to go back in your room and study. I got you in both of my fantasy leagues. You should be in your room studying nonstop until you You're in one of my fantasy leagues. <laughs> just at Although Jillian is like a bigger presence in my fantasy league. I'm not going to lie. Put him back like, in there right now. The like manager it. of my fantasy league. <laughs> yep. I think, you know what? While he's in the chat, it's a good, it's a good time as I didn't announce. I think we can announce it. Uh, Sean's going to be coming on Chilled Action uh, after the week after uh, John Roca. We're going to hopefully have Sean and Jillian on him. I believe that's what we uh, were talking about. Hopefully I'm not. Oh, cool. Uh, now she can't. Now she can't. Uh, she can't back it down now. Just, <laughs> you know, right? Now that's announced, you have no choice. <laughs> uh, oh, my goodness. But, but yeah, that match was incredible. I did go into it thinking that Cuckoo's Mess kind of was just going to get it. I just, I had fallen for the hype. I'm like, yeah, this is going to happen. Although I love Real Rejects. So I am so stoked they won because I just adore those guys so much. They're amazing. But I, I also it was a close match too. It was a really good match. That's one thing. It's been really good matches. There hasn't been any that have been like, okay, it kind of happened the way we thought it was going to. And here it goes a landslide, whatever. It's been solid so far this season. And yeah, I I enjoyed that match a lot. I am interested to see where both teams go from here. Um, but yeah, it was it was great. I I'm enjoying this season so far. I, I'm loving the mix up with the new teams for sure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm really pumped in particular with Real Rejects because um, I feel like individually, it, it's so weird. They were like one of the very last people to be, be selected for the draft. They were like the last round, like one of the like last five people kind of situations. And it was just like, and I remember we sat like we, Kelsey, I remember you, Danny and I, we were like cuddled in the table behind, behind them. And we were like, and once like Greg stood up, he was like ecstatic. He's like, yeah. And we were like, oh. we were so happy. We're also drunk at that point, but we're also really happy. <laughs> And then he, when he got back to his table and he was hanging out with his girlfriend, he's like, man, I've been studying so hard. It would have been a waste if I wasn't drafted. And I was like, oh, he's trying really hard. And it shows. I It definitely showed this match that they have definitely, I feel like, yeah. still taken their playing up to another level. It was great. Exactly. I will say the humorous part of that to me is I, I wonder, because Koi picked him. Koi picked them, and I almost felt like it was in response to, to uh, Shannon, the queen, breaking up the wild berries like he was going to do the anti-heal move and keep the real rejects together as they kind of like a they're like the next that. other wild berries so i almost wonder where they're gonna where they're gonna take them anyway or is that like the push them over the edge i'm gonna be the super face and keep a team together mm -hmm. well people yeah. forget about the real rejects as like when, when people talk about like big fun teams people's go-to is usually wild berries people don't think about real rejects but they're even though they're like, I mean, they're sure they're not as an established team. I mean, they're they've been in like 
eight matches or something. Yeah, something like that. Six something matches like that. total. I mean, as a team, I mean, like through the season's total. So it's yeah. kind of, yeah, I mean, they definitely deserve a little more hype. Yeah, they got the great ending. They're always fun. Them. There's fun entrances. They do like the dinosaur entrance, the Jurassic Park entrance. Oh. And so. What yeah. was the John Humphreys in that? The mask of the mask of the mask? <laughs> that was classic. <laughs> that was a great entrance. He had three masks. They were both like, so good. And he gave one to Craig. And he still had his mask on. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The first ever mm -hmm. FF. You know, John Humphreys yeah. was. He had that great. So. Yeah, those are both solid players. If you want to see fun. So, but either way. Yeah. All right. Ready to move on to the next match? Sure. I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess that's what it is. Hopefully, do we, do they, they, we don't know who any of the teams are going to face next now, do we? They haven't mentioned that at all. I yet. don't think so. I have the schedule pulled up. I don't think they've put on. Okay. Nope. Oh, oh, uh, actually, now that I think about it, before we kind of move on to the next one, I yeah. do want to ask, what did you guys think of the brand new character competitor, Rick Hong? I mean, like, because I know I remember chatting with him, Lucas, and Lucas and I were like, we're not sure about his character. He, I know he's like messing around and having fun. Um, he did okay. I feel like he did solid, but I mean, individually. Um, but I'm just like, I'm unsure, but it was also it was his first match. Mm -hmm. So I am pretty curious to see more of him in the future for sure. Absolutely. I am happy to see somebody commit to something right away like he took his character and committed to it whether you like the character or not that's one thing or not um i think that's something he can refine over the a couple of appearances mm -hmm. but it's somebody who's going to take those risks and say yep this is a this is a here's a something different than just a regular competitor and he had to kind of step into the shoes of tom so to speak like that, no pressure in that weird uh, that, that kind of like character state um but it was good yeah, but he was a good straight man, so to speak, for, for video Drew, mm -hmm. always calling him Tom and everything else. So, and then even Jennifer well. was just like, you know, that's not Tom, right? right. That's you, whoever. <laughs> <laughs> new yeah. Tom. So, yeah, New Tom would be was, – he was fine. I think he has a good knowledge. Tom 2.0. Really Tom 2.0, exactly. Yeah. I agree. I liked him. I, I, I think he's going to grow into his character, too. Like, it was his first time ever, like, doing that kind of – that. I think as matches go on with him, it'll get even yeah. better and better, and their dynamic will just they'll yeah. learn how to play off of each other. Right. He'll reel some things in, but he'll yeah. screw other things out. I think exactly. it's going to be fun. So I'm looking forward to seeing his character for sure. Yeah. Well, Absolutely. AJ Lancaster even mentions, like, Rick and Video have had conversations about putting performance over character in their live stream. So, you know, yeah. If I am, I do hope that they actually win their next match, hopefully, so we can actually see more of that because it would suck to put so much into their character and not actually do very well and only and to be divided so quickly with such very a very true great potential. General Anthony Nugent in the General. chat. We love Anthony Nugent. Yeah, and look best. at this great look at this great chat tonight, is what I'll say back to you guys. It's a pretty mm -hmm. good chat. Uh, Chris Adams says, baby, baby says, Rick Hong was fun. I don't know if the baby was saying anything at the end of the match. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Well, we had another interesting match this week, one that tugged on my heartstrings in so many ways. We had the amazing, the fantastic Mark Riley against the goddess that is Janine the Machine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What an emotional roller coaster that match was for me. <laughs> two of my favorite people. Two of my two favorite people. people people those are the worst and best matches <laughs> i feel like uh they both 
were in a place where they really wanted the victory. I mean, I, I, that's, that sounds like a stupid thing to say. Of course, everybody always wants the victory. But yeah. I feel like they were really working their ass off. Mark had a lot to prove as far as his singles career went. Um, Janine always feels like she has a chip on her shoulder, like she's got a lot riding on it. Um, and it was a great match between the two. They both had a little bit of ups and downs, a little bit. But uh, I think the end of the day, when as soon as Riley hit horror yeah. in round two, uh, it just seemed like it was almost an inevitable conclusion. Janine fought to the very end. She yeah. had a couple of tough ones. Um, at the end of the day, she still showed up. I hate the fact that people call her overrated because she's not overrated. She yeah. just has had a strict. She always seems to have a bad luck in her matches. Something will happen that if if one thing had gone the other way, it could have been a totally, totally different story. Absolutely. Um, so respect to both people. Mm -hmm. They both did well. They both deserve acclaim. And uh, because Janine lost, I'm hoping to get. I'm hoping that she gets a prime spot in the FFA to really just kind of like put her right back on track because she just Absolutely. she works her ass off I know that so. yeah she works so hard she is such a talent not to mention like getting kind of superficial here her elf she was dressed like oh I can't even talk about it, it was she looks so beautiful I saw her put on the I think it was movie trivia group or the factory she thinks about dressing you know that glamorous for her matches now and I loved it I thought she looked amazing. Plus, I love Riley's new jacket, too. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I, it was. I, I kind of want one. <laughs> I, you also want one. Matt Kearns wants one. Matt Kearns absolutely wants Matt one. Matt Kearns. Uh, ever, did you, you saw that back in the day, right? He did his little uh, his, uh, dressing up of as Mark uh -huh. Riley for uh, for Comic-Con. Yeah. There's <laughs> a picture of him and younger younger Mark Riley. Uh, or not younger Mark Riley. Younger Mark Ellis. At a uh, at Comic Con, and that was that was a fun shot. I always see him with the new Superman jacket on too. <laughs> it was a fun jacket. Um, uh, we're getting some really interesting comments here. Okay, so she's getting a lot of flack recently over her this loss. Um, and I do want to obviously we're addressing it. I do. We have some people talk about how she's overrated, and that's been a very hot topic in in different groups and and it's throughout Facebook right now. <laughs> There's so many groups for Schmodown fans. Um but she's not overrated. She's completely wonderful in every way. She's fantastic. She does phenomenal. And so calling her overrated, sure she doesn't win every single time. But, you know, in that case, we can call Mark Riley completely overrated. Let me, let me just say Mark Riley, he's a fantastic player. He's kind of, he's always talking about being the in the conversation for being the, for being on the Mount Rushmore of competitors. Why isn't he like why is he not being considered overrated? You know, he is he's wonderful in every way. I'll he's tell just, you why. I'll tell you why. Because he was a he, the reason why he's not he's because he's a he's a former champion. So they almost get that yeah, grace. Okay, get sure. that grace. And so that's almost that once you had that two time champion level, you kinda you gotta got that golden goose for a long time. I will tell you what's happening with Janine. For a long time she was underrated. For the longest time she was the most, one of the most underrated competitors there was. I think a lot of people have pushed her now because they were kind of tired of seeing her underrated that She's gotten to be finally to a place where I actually think she's properly rated now at this point. She's pretty properly yeah. rated yeah. because some people will view that some people are viewing the the mm -hmm. pushing up to the properly rated as being pushed too far in their eyes, and that's why they're calling her overrated. 
I think they're dead wrong. I think there's no intended buts. I'm not going to argue with anybody about it. They have their opinion, they're, but in my opinion, they're dead wrong. I think she's Thank properly you. rated now, and with a little bit of luck, with a little bit of the right spin of the wheel, the right time, the right scenario, she's going to improve herself. It, it's going to come, and I just think anything else is absolutely ridiculous to me. I agree. She is an amazing yeah. player that will have a belt someday. May, you know, maybe this season, maybe next season, but she's totally going to pull that off. And I am excited to see that because I, I absolutely agree for sure. To me, it feels inevitable. I also think that she might be in a similar situation as Drew McQueenie, where obviously one of the greatest competitors ever. I, I think she might be one of those competitors that really thrives in one division potentially more than others. Like Drew, he's good. Not a great, but he's solid. He's so good as a singles competitor. He is amazing in teams. When he's part of that team dynamic, you know, it, it, he works so fantastic. You know, whether it be with Drew, whether it be with Sam, whoever it may be, he's wonderful. It might be the case where uh, Janine, she works phenomenally part of the part, being part of that team dynamic. So I'm excited for her to be uh, to see who her official partner is. Yeah, I, I also throw in the fact that she, even though she has had her share of losses, they've been against not only have they been against high class opponents, it's not like she's getting steamrolled. She's not getting like knocked out by these people. She's losing by, in the five point question. She's losing by a very few points. I mean, every one of her losses are close losses. And like somebody, somebody said in the chat, I think it was Sanmit Desai, who I don't know that name. Welcome. Look at if, the last two matches. Terrible luck. KO rolled Bond and then Riley gets horror. I mean, this is yeah. all stuff that just kind of tends to happen to her. Uh, yeah. Anything can happen in, in the league. And if she keeps it up she's working with sam and other people in the usual suspects i think it can only get better for her uh, i hope to god she just takes this as a, a speed bump get herself mm -hmm. back up hit that free-for-all running and just have because you saw what the free-for-all did for brendan yeah it, it, if you can take that and run with it for a while that can set her right back up and back of the chase so. yeah that's i mean doing well at the free-for-all is what put bibs on his path mm -hmm. absolutely I mean, he was, I mean, like, I'm not going to say, I mean, like, well, I am going to say, but I mean, like, he was not that great before. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he started amazing. He did shit for a while. And then he did the free-for-all. And he was, he did amazing during the free-for-all. And it just, like, put him on this new path as, you know, a face. And he started doing amazing after that. It just, like, really boosted his confidence. And everything just kind of fell into place after that for him. I want to so, Danny yeah. Coast. When you side to his bad luck, and that's a great point. He has had a lot of bad luck until the last match where he scored and he got his win. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm saying that happened to Janine at some point. Absolutely. I agree. Uh -huh. so. All right. All right. Any final thoughts on that match before we move on to talking about upcoming matches? Um, no. I, All right. Well, then we will move on to – all right, stop, speculate, and listen – we are going to talk about some upcoming matches that I am excited about. One of which is happening on Monday, it looks like. A certain person that was in our chat may still be in our chat. Sean Sullivan versus Adam Witt in the Star Wars division. I am so excited for this match. Oh my gosh. Uh, not only because of Star Wars, it's my favorite division, but... I love both these competitors so much. They're such amazing guys, and I love hanging out with them when I'm at live events, and I can't wait to see what they bring to Star Wars since we've never seen them compete before. What do you guys think? 
Well, I'm hoping that Sean Sullivan rolls him. This is gonna have to in my in my fantasy leagues. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Sean's setting his ass off. I don't know much about. I know Adam Witt from last year. I don't as far as him in the Star Wars league goes. I do know I shall. <laughs> how do I say this right? Uh, he's the proper age to be a good Star Wars fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <he's>, okay. <laughs> he's not all right. So he he knows everything about like the old trilogy. So I think he might. So uh, just people of our age and our genre and in the the space he works in and everything, we tend to watch the original trilogy, for example, like 5 billion times by now. So he might be in a good spot already without even studying to, to do well in Star Wars. I'm hoping it's a good match. Um, I know he's got a great personality. Sean's also got a great personality, So, but I'm, but being a rookie, he might have a, the first time under the lights. I, I hope that doesn't get to him. Um, Adam does have the time under the lights a little bit at least. Uh, it should be a good match. They both have great personalities. They both have great knowledge. I think it's mm-hmm. a good match. Absolutely. Alex, are you excited for starting next week, seeing the Star Wars division come back out strong? I'm excited for uh, new stories on how little baby Jedi glow stick holders are going to, their Darth Vader's going to kill them at some point, right? Is that what happens? That's that why it happens. Um, Like a little baby Yodi is going to pop out. And then like Hayden Christensen, he's going (laughs) to, I figure if I do it again, Danny's gonna like be mad at me, so I'm not gonna up here and just cry for a couple minutes. And okay, okay, all right. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, guys. Um, obviously, Star Wars is not my cup of tea. I, I, when I, when I watch Star Wars, I am just completely enthralled. Some of my favorite matches of all time are Star Wars matches. Here, when it comes to Schmodown. Um. And I, I complete to me, it's like by far to me, it's one, it's one of the hardest leagues to be a part of. Um, it's so in depth. <laughs> There's so much history. There's so many little things to know. I just can't Im- imagine that kind of level of uh, detail having me a part of it. It's just intense. Um, but the thing is, it's like, but watching it, I'm just, just so wowed by just their knowledge of it at the bl- at the stump of my fingers. I mean, it's just bonkers. So um, am I excited for Sean? I'm sure he's going to knock it out of the park. I'm sure he's going to be amazing. I'm also mega excited for Adam because every time I see him on any of his channels, I think he's a fucking delight. <laughs> I love him and Paul together. So, um, They're so funny. I, I, I'm just also just excited to see Adam by himself, but also me personally, I haven't seen Adam really talk about Star Wars at all. It makes me very suspicious. Like he's like potentially like a low key, like a really studious competitor when it comes to the league. So like Sean is very open and obvious, but he's like, hey, I actively study. I work hard for this. Adam's like, <laughs> what's going to happen? Adam, <laughs> <laughs> so that makes it a fun time. Yep. I'm super excited. Not sure who I think is going to win. Possibly Adam because Sean's in our chat right now and isn't studying, but just <laughs> <laughs> I wow. kid. I, I, I'm rooting for Sean. I love Adam so much, but I'm rooting for Sean. I want to see him win. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yes, uh, I am yeah. super Adam excited. Adam is uh, Paul Preston's former partner. Yes. Yes. 
And by the way, Paul Preston said that Adam was actually better than him. Uh, he hadn't shown it yet, but that it was kind of a situation like a lot of people who don't, who haven't, who came to the league um, later on when team action formed and Ben and Drew came into the league, the first couple matches, everybody's Drew was the one who actually outshone Ben as far as knowledge went. And everybody's like, Drew guy, Drew yeah. guy. So you never know what's going to happen with these people. Sometimes the first couple matches, it could be the lights thing, could be something else. They actually, even the last uh, movie guys match, Adam had already been showing a lot more knowledge and he's mm-hmm. have a good last match. Now it's put him into a Star Wars league. I don't know. I'm interested to see. That's absolutely yeah. for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just don't want another Sean Gerber situation. Mm-hmm. Never Sean Gerber? I do yep. tomorrow MCU. Yeah. He didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I remember. You got like a whole three points. Poor guy. <laughs> but he also had like a two days warning in his defense. So. All right. And yeah, what do you ready to move on to the next match that's happening two days later that I am also very interested in. <laughs> I love you, Anthony, but someday I will, we will get you to the right side. We will work. <laughs> they can keep working on you, Anthony, but I'll <laughs> stick with you. There's one of us here that knows the truth, so it's fine. All right. Looks like on Wednesday, we have the Barbarian versus Clee Wiggins for singles. I am so intrigued by the Barbarian. <laughs> I am as well. I am as well. I've heard great things about him. Um, Ethan Irwin was talking him up. Ben had a Ben Babin had a lunch with him in New York, I believe it was. And Ben says he's the real deal. Like he knows things. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he's got. I mean, he's just one of the latest people to be hyped up. So we'll have to see if he lives up to the hype. I oh. know nothing about Clee, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't either. Oh, sorry. I just want to correct myself. Um, on here, Chase a Geyer Gare. I'm not sorry. I'm mispronouncing name. I. Thank you for correcting me. It is Bruce Green, not Sean Gerber. Mm. I just want to correct it. The one that got like three points. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'm like, you're like three points against like 25 kind of thing. I remember now. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Bruce Green, Star Wars match. That's correct. That is. Yeah. Correct. That's what I was referring to. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. Sean Gerber was the Marvel. Thank you for, for correcting me. <laughs> Sean Gerber did the MCU exhibition match and killed it. And that, that's what he had to mm. I have no doubt. So. But yeah, I am. I'm interested to see not only his knowledge, but his character and performance. Seeing him in the cutscenes and just sitting there petting his furry thing <laughs> that he carries around, and watching Dan pet it too was hilarious. <laughs> this whole phrase is getting me a little weirded out. Now we're getting called action after dark. He's petting furry things like that. It's just that's going on. All as right. long as it was as it wasn't an action cat that he was petting. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like uh, it wasn't. A fur throw made from an action cat. Then, <laughs> then I'll be okay. Yeah, so. but I'm definitely interested to see how uh, Klee performs. I don't know much about Klee, so I'm interested to see what oh. happens. Oh, they did touch ah. So that's good. That's good stuff there. I'm yeah. I'm excited for that match. I think it's gonna be really entertaining. I I I think it's gonna be a cool match. I'm excited for it. I'll probably be packing while I watch it because the next day I'm gonna be getting on an airplane. But I'm excited to watch Ooh. it. <laughs> I know she's uh, she has a lot of personality. Mm-hmm. Um, I know she's very competitive from what I've seen her on like movie fights and everything. I love her on movie fights. She's fantastic. Um, I don't know so much about her knowledge, but she is clearly comfortable behind a camera. She's so great. She's so quippy and funny. She 
Just saying. I mean, she definitely has the potential to potentially be a, a heel. Just saying. <laughs> I, love, I can't help it. I love my heels. If you yeah. haven't noticed. Yeah. I, I do. I, you don't know what they are, but you love them. So we'll, we'll move on. <laughs> what? Our argument about that. But, uh. What are the topic, PLD? <laughs> That's a good question, Sean. Thank you for bringing that up, Sean. People, like, subscribe. Do the notification bell because, I mean, we post on social media that we're going live at certain times, but, you know, things get lost in algorithms and things. So pick the notification bell, too. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. And he's picking up that ear. I got that. <laughs> so there's these I'm shoes that are taller on, than yeah. other shoes, and that's the kind of heel that Alex knows what it is. <laughs> that I, just, I, I, just, right I feel like I really want to get some, like, like – if I can get some like off brands Louboutins, oh, I want Louboutins so or bad. Something just you so can I buy like, the paint on Amazon. <laughs> Alex, you could buy the red paint that's for Louboutins on Amazon, so you can make your own. <laughs> cool. It's, it's on my crafting list. So when you walk around Louboutins, they are just big. anyways. They're and then the next matches are Atlanta, which I'm going to be right. there, and I'm so excited. Oh, right. So, so for Atlanta, if we're let's just talk about the inner geekdom first for just a little bit. Alex Damon, you may know him from the Star Wars League. I'm excited to see him in IG. And then amazing Emily, what are your guys' thoughts? Do you think? What do you think? Uh, starting with the Alex and Emily the Rose yep. match. Um, this is I. This is actually very a very interesting match to me because I want to see how and how good Alex Damon is. Um, we know how good he's in Star Wars. Now, as a big Star Wars fan, I almost feel like it's almost, I don't want to say easier to go to IG, but I think he's got a basis for IG that'll make him competitive. I don't know if we're talking like top rate, like Kevin Smith's level competitive, mm -hmm. but I think he has it in him probably to be competitive at the very least. Emily the Rose has been, um, an upper coming upper commerce. She's been, she had a very tough first match if I remember correctly, but each match she's kind of gotten a little bit better. She seems to have made her, her presence known. So I want to see those two worlds collide. Uh, it'd be amazing if Emily gets her, if Emily gets a win, I think it's big for her. If Alex gets a win, it kind of can be about how the match goes even more mm -hmm. so who wins or loses. If Alex can come in and dominate, and that's going to be a huge story and huge for the rock stars. Let's put it that way. It's very true. If Emily comes in and dominates, that's that means the Finstock Exchange could be getting some uh, loving, some more loving than they already have. Good players. I mean, they, they, they they're such a dominant force in in the league overall. It's obnoxious. <laughs> I was I was talking to Luke Luke about this over dinner. How we were I, I was we were walking to my car. And I was like, I'm not gonna lie, like because Lucas is going to Atlanta, and I'm like, fuck you, we're going to <laughs> fuck you. But at the same time, I'm excited for him to go. So whatever. But <laughs> um, I'm I thinking um, Emily Rose Jacobson. She is part of she's part of Finstock Exchange. No matter what, the singles belt is going to be in the Finstock Exchange. It's such a Finstock Exchange event. I'm sick to my stomach. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Um, you're right, Alex Damon, if he does win. Um, but also, I just really, I, as much as that, I really want to see Emily Rose Jacobson to succeed. Um, 
I just really want someone like to, I really want someone other than Finstock Exchange to win this match. I, I <laughs> it could have been anyone very, very anyway. torn because I want her to win for her because I exactly. love her and I love seeing strong females in IG doing well. But I also want to see the rock stars kick some butt and take some away from the Finstock Exchange. That first sense? match too. It's, rock yeah, stars it's, first match. it's a completely different situation though. I mean, like how expansive is his knowledge in terms of all of IG? I can't, I can't remember how many, there's like a list of so many movies. Mm -hmm. From Ninja Turtles to all of MCU to mm -hmm. DC, DCEU, or et cetera. I mean, there's hundreds of movies just to know inside and out. Mm -hmm. um, it's bonkers. Um, and he's great at Star Wars, which is technically, what, nine movies? Nine nine movies in the Skywalker saga. Yeah. But you also have the yeah, Rogue exactly. One solo and the Clone Wars cartoon yeah. as well. So Okay, so 11. You got 11 movies. 12. 12. Sorry, excuse me. 12 <laughs> movies versus like 200 and something <laughs> or 300. It's you have to know arguably on the same level. It's just like it's like apples and oranges. I uh, let me let me let me stop there. And I'm losing my count. Let me stop you right there. <laughs> the truth is, though, honestly, <laughs> and I feel like not not to come. I'm I'm someone who loves Star Wars. Like yeah, I am a huge Star Wars fan. Absolutely. Like, if I was going to enter any league myself, would be Star Wars. Mm -hmm. I do feel like I know Inner Geekdom very well because it's still in that same ballpark for me. So yeah. I watch Lord of the Rings just as much as I've watched, almost as much as mm -hmm. I've watched Star Wars. I've watched Harry Potter almost as much, not almost as much, but it's in that same realm. So I feel like if you have that Star Wars knowledge so deep, you're so deep in that Star Wars knowledge, along the way, you've probably done a lot of the IG work already. So I think he has a strong basis of Inner Geekdom already there. Now, if he decided to, he's had his couple of months now. And Christian said, we're going to put you there once you want to do Do you think a couple months is going to make him as good as Chandru or Hannah? If he's had a couple months of, 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 of he's knowing he's going to be in the IG, I think that means he's been thinking about doing it longer than a couple months. I think Christian's had it on the docket that he's going to enter IG. I think it's been in his head that he wanted to enter it even longer. So I think he's had a lot more time. You know, he already has the basis, which is the- It's over the 300 movies. Uh, it is. It absolutely is. But he's not going up against- Smets right now. Okay, yeah. He's also going up against someone that already is being trained by Lava. No doubt. But she hasn't had quite the same level of success as somebody up there. So it's it's a good first round test for him. That's very fair. That's what I'm thinking. I think I think he already has the basis. Uh, now we're gonna, the proof's gonna be in the pudding, whether he's or not. I'm my prediction. Yeah. My prediction is that I think Alex is gonna take it. I think that he just for someone who has the ability to to know what he knows in Star Wars, it's automatically mean, like, it just means that he's got that basis for learning. So if you give him enough, a, a little bit of knowledge in there, I think it'll click in very easily for him. Now, will he ever be that level of like smash level? I don't know, but I, I do like where he is a little bit more than Emily Rose at this point. She could shock me. I, she absolutely could shock me. I'm not, nothing nothing against her. So if I had to make my prediction, I think Alex wins. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Emily Rose. Okay. Fair I, enough. I guess so I'm torn. Three on three, just saying. Mm. My head says Alex. My heart says Emily. I but I think Alex has got it just because he just got this encyclopedia in his brain that he could pull from that I just I think it's I think he's got it. We'll have to see though. 
I'd love for Emily to get it, but I'd be so happy because I adore her. Mm-hmm. That's his job to write videos about Star Wars. That's why he's so good. <laughs> That's true. That is true. But uh, he thinks Alex is going to win, but it's going to be an ugly win. Could be. Could very well be. Here's yeah. one thing we should mention, too, about the match yeah. that's not brought up. Alex has Roxy as a manager. Yes. Emily has Dad. Dagnino. Dagnino. That now, is Ben, a- I love Dagnino. Ben and everybody, they can talk about how great Dagnino is all they want. Dagnino is probably good at pumping them up. Now, I can believe that Dagnino would be good about positivity. He'd be good about, like, making them feel good. Mm-hmm. But as far as like in-game knowledge and gameplay goes, I think Roxy's much better than Dagnino that way. So mm-hmm. I think Roxy as a manager is a big, strong uh, in his favor. Yeah, I I do agree with that. I love <laughs> Dagnino. I love Dagnino. That is, but, there is that. Uh, I thought it was announced that uh, Gucci wasn't going to be there. No, he, he is. is. He is there. He's oh, he is. There. I thought, yeah. yeah, I thought he, they said that they're gonna have like one of the. That's just for the main event. event. That's just for the main event, I think. Yeah, he oh. can't manage both of them, so Roka's gotta manage. Yep. Okay. That's, That's I, I assume okay. that it's gonna be Gucci managing in there. Although again, that brings up everybody keeps bringing up Ben. Yeah, I thought. Ben, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. That's part of it too. I, it, it's actually an interesting point too. Is like because they made a big point how Ben can't manage the exchange. It's gotta be the, the player as well. But if. Ben is there and he knows something's wrong. He can just kind of go, Dags, do that. And I don't know how Christian can really, like, mm-hmm. how can you, how can you say something against that, really? Yeah. I mean, like, you, oh, yeah, just come up some kind of little, like, it's almost like the Houston Astros. <laughs> ben got a tra- like, all of a sudden, like, a wrong extra comes and you see Ben Dags in a trash can. There's Danny in the chat being like, too <laughs> soon, Paul. <laughs> too soon. Ben bangs in a trash can. Oh, that means I got a challenge. I got a challenge. <laughs> All right. So whatever, if he wins, you can't tear Ben's shirt off because he'll have the buzzer on him or something. Or Dagnino yeah. has a buzzer on her. So Dagnino, if Dagnino no does wire. not go shirtless, then you'll know that there's some cheating involved, some buzzers involved in that, in that match. Wow, Dagnino. I'll straight. just call him like his like really intense like body piercings or something. <laughs> So, yes, I am sorry, Danny. By the Don't way, don't judge me by my body piercing choices. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, I feel like that's a good segue into the last match that's coming up this week. A certain Dan versus Ben that I am so excited for. <laughs> I bet, it's probably better you did, Danny. I'm probably sorry. for the best. I'm very sorry. <laughs> Dan versus Ben. Dan versus Ben. Okay, I'm going to say something. That poster is beautiful. Ooh, the new yes. one, but it makes me mad because it says, Ben, the greatest right now. And I'm like, oh, no. Ben is by far better than the greatest right now. So I, I took offense on Ben's behalf for that statement. But I get where they're going from. It's a beautiful poster. I want to hang it in my house. It is beautiful. It is very but, um, beautiful. Um, Ben's... I have faith Ben's going to win. I don't know why. I just have this feeling in my stomach he's going to defend. So, and of course, that's who I'm rooting for. But Yes, Brian Ward yeah. is amazing. I love that poster as well. It, it, it's, be- it's beautiful. They, like, I, they really need to make more available being able to order posters because I've looked on the sites and things, and there's there's older posters, but mm. I would totally just I'd have it in my house because it's amazing. I like how a lot of like movie posters, it's, it's like such a... Um, mm-hmm. It's such a. I remember being a when I was in college studying studying this stuff. We were we, we were talking about like like certain colors are like 
most often used in like movie posters and music videos and commercials, all this good stuff, primary colors, all that good stuff. But in particular, blue and orange, because they're not politically affiliated, they're not associated with any any holiday. They're used so often together. Mm -hmm. If you just look up blue and orange movie posters, like 50 movie posters pop up and they're all like, they all look the same and they're all like kind of action themed or something. Mm -hmm. and it's kind of funny when I look at that. That's my first thought, <laughs> but it's so beautiful. It is. Uh, yeah. Hey, Tim, what's oh, going yeah. on? Let's see the chat here too. All right. So I want to find out guys. I know you guys are not team trader. It's <laughs> Dan and Ben. Whose side are you on? I'm interested to find out. Whose side am I on, or who do I think is going to win? Oh, I'm interested in both. This has been the hardest match. Alex, go ahead. Why don't you go first? Ladies first. <laughs> um, I think Ben's got this, to be honest. Um, Ben, I mean, obviously, Merle is, like, hungry for it and everything. It's just, I think... It sounds weird to say, but I feel like Ben almost wants it more, if that makes sense. Um, he's just been so aggressively studying, and he was the one helping Merle through when it comes to strategy and those challenges and everything in New York to help get him there. So I feel like he's been, he's definitely a lot sharper when it comes to understanding strategy and understanding mm. the strengths and weaknesses of his opponents. Um, and Merle, he definitely does the same. He's just as studious and everything. It's just, I think Ben is just more efficient at it. That totally makes sense. Okay. okay. Ben is the one that helps Merle. That, ben is the one that helps give pointers to Roka and Merle. Mm -hmm. You know? So, yeah. I will say that... This is why is it's because I've been hyping it up for a while and, and rightfully so because it is one of the best matches we've had in a, in a while where it seems like it could really go either way. Mm -hmm. I mean, Dan is the grizzled vet, he is the Hulk Hogan of the league versus Bateman, who is now who's come up as the rock, uh, as far as that as a WrestleMania reference. Um, the old vet versus the new, new blood top dog. Ben definitely wants this more than almost anything else. I think that yeah. getting the belt. Aggressive was yeah. aggressive was 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 big for him, yeah. but defending the belt is just as big for him. And beating Dan just solidifies his legacy. I agree. So that is why he is. I know he wants this more than anything. I think he might want it more than Dan because Dan, as much as you always want the title, mm -hmm. Dan's had the title before. He's a tag team champion now. Mm -hmm. He, I just feel like. Things are to the point. Here, the one problem I have with that, what I'm saying though, is the fact that it could work against Ben because Dan could be relaxed and Ben could get overhyped about it. It's, it's, it's a pop possibility of that happening. To be honest with you, I don't. But at the end of the day, I still think if you had to put money on it, if I had to put money on it, like I'd probably. I'd probably put half my money on Ben and half my money on Dan. Because <laughs> the, the, the manager situation is a, is a key thing we haven't talked about yet. And that's part of my that's part of reason going into my uh, my whole dilemma. You have Roca on one side and you have you have Dagnino on the other side. Now, again, Ben doesn't need a manager per se compared to some other people, but Roca is good at getting in people's heads. 
Do you think Dan studying IG is really going to give him an edge to be able to give, be able to put Middle Earth or I don't know, uh, DCEU slice on the on the on the on the wheel that he feels like that would give him an edge over Bateman, not maybe knowing DC, sorry, not knowing IG specific slices as well. It could. It could. We could. I mean, we told when, like, just like the Oyama Snyder match, but yeah. a Harry Potter in the wheel definitely affected the, the outcome of the match. I do think Ben knows it. That's true. Ken Jennings used to work at my work while he was in Jeopardy. So okay. yeah, I throw that up there. I get that. Yeah. Um, it, it could be an advantage for him. It absolutely could be because that's once Paul Oyama opened up that that can of worms, it becomes an advantage for almost a lot for a lot of the players who are doing that if they have any at all work in the IG, then they can throw Mike. Mike Kalinowski might have a bigger year now because he can put IG stuff on the on the wheel. That could really seriously affect the game, absolutely. I think Ben is smart enough to know that once it happened, then that Ben would start throwing those movies back on his list to study as well, though. So how much of an advantage? I mean, because let's face it, Ben watches all the intergeekdom, like the current intergeekdom movies anyway. Like all the stuff like from the 2009, he's been watching them anyway. So that might not be that much of a of a, of a bonus compared to mo movie release dates, which seems to be a struggle for everybody generally. Well, there's a few competitors who can do it. Um, but so that's, I think Ben has a better advantage of movie release dates than, than Dan might have with Lord of the Rings. But it's, it's hard I could, to tell. I can see that. Also, we have to keep in mind that Ben has, uh, Ben is okay with taking risks. Um, Dan is very much, very safe when it comes to the betting round. Mm -hmm. That's a big one. Better so, uh, I mean, like Ben's like, you know what? Fuck it. Three points. Mm -hmm. um, and Merle's like, eh, uh, I'm just going to go with one. I'm going to go to maybe. I just don't want to go any higher than that because the risk is too much. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Depending on what your situation is. But nine times, like, I haven't mm -hmm. seen him in a, any kind of championship match where he uh, bets more than one point from what I can remember. So, but I mean, it's like, how often do I go back and watch belt matches? I mean, I'm not sure, but still, it's I, not very often, though. True. Yeah. But, but it's another thing to think about. It's a five round match, like we were talking about. Ben showed on um, Spectacular. He's a he is fucking good at the speed round. He is good. Very. And I think he's better than Dan has been at the speed round. So the chance is that Ben could win a lot of points back on the speed round. I truly think the betting round and the speed round is going to make or break that match mm -hmm. i truly do because i feel like they're very both consistent in the other rounds i think that's where the decision is going to you know the decision who wins is going to be made is in the, one of those two rounds for mm -hmm. sure it does go back to ben saying roken knows more than tom and it's true he has a slight edge but the idea the only question i have is that that helps with competitors who don't know the game themselves ben is a master of the game ben. i don't think i think he knows just as much as uh, i probably about as much as roken does as far as when to challenge something. Mm -hmm. I mean, Ben knows to challenge something that even it might not be challengeable because he knows he might be able to talk the judges into it. Yep. He knows sure. that. He's done it before. He, he almost did he, a bad a good challenge bullshit artist. in New York, but that's a whole different situation. <laughs> he's a good bullshit like, artist. Wait, you can't do those questions. And suddenly they're like, no, we made the announcement. We can't wait. Never mind. <laughs> but a guy in people's head. Ben gets in the heads too. That's yeah, I know. That was the point. That was the point. I understand. Absolutely. Um, that is what they want to bring up. 
bandwidth the psychological warfare that he brings it clearly got i feel like got to oyama when he won the belt when he oh. especially that that, but that doesn't get to ben though i'm sorry that doesn't get to but, but here's the thing andrew, though, ben, guy, andrew guy would argue differently yeah. and here's the thing though ben knows dan now well because it's they've worked that, now we will like, know more what annoys Dan than he did before if that makes sense like okay. now that they work together he will know that the buttons to push, if that makes sense. And yes, Alex, you are right. That was a while ago, and Dan has acclimated. I'll give you that. Definitively, I'll give you that. But it's I'm a just saying, different competitor. I agree, but I'm just saying it can happen that you have gotten into his head before. So combine that with what Kelsey just said that he's been working with him a lot. He knows him better. He might have a more better knowledge of how to get inside someone's head. He can find a different. It's like you have the front door to get into somebody's head. He locked it up. Ben's worked with him. He's been watching, looking around the house. You can get into a window and maybe get to exactly. I, I totally, I again, absolutely. But I don't think you can. If you're gonna beat Dan, I don't think I, I agree. <laughs> if you're gonna beat Merle, it's not from being psychological about it. If you are gonna do it, you're gonna find a new way to do it. But I don't think it's trying to do trying to trick him or play mind games with him about when and when not to challenge. Well, he has said that actually directly. When we had the AAA, uh, we had the how to beat Dan Merlin. Dad was like, "That's not how you beat me," and he said that. Yeah. Quite so he might be right about that. But the difference also here is Ben has the knowledge. Also, Ben's knowledge at this point is good enough to be in the league of Dan. He's the current champion. He's been studying his ass off. He he knows so much. So with that, if he has that and can find a way inside Merle's head. You're making it seem like I'm in Merle's favor. I would <laughs> Ben. I just want to make that perfectly clear. But as far as the way he's going to go about it, that's the thing. But I don't think it's just going to be by psychological. I think it's going to come down to potentially, honestly, I think he's – I think Ben is just going to be riskier. I think he's going to be faster. He's going to be better at the buzzer, and he's going to be riskier with the betting round. Let me ask you something. And there's something in my head. The issue was brought up about the whole Roka managing versus Daniel managing. Now, that was kind of known for a while, supposedly, in their chats. I'm going to float some theory out that this is not any knowledge I have, but I'm kind of curious. Why did it all of a sudden become an issue? Is it because Ben was yeah. is Ben was Ben like panicking a little bit about it now as it gets closer, or was it just a way to maybe disrupt everything a little bit so that Ben could get distracted, Roka and Dan? I almost feel like is it a minding thing because then Ben came back and said, "You know what? It's all good. You're right. Do it." It's almost like here's the thing: get it out there, get it out there. Throw something, throw monkey wrench in the situation, and then be a Ben step back and go, "You know what?" It's all good. I can beat Dan on my own anyway. It's almost like a, I don't know. I kind of had this feeling like there's a little bit of a, a gamesmanship thing going on. It could be. I, I would ask him. That would And Roka too, for that matter. Roka's definitely got that much in him. There's a time, if you remember correctly, back in the day when we were, it was all team action versus Roka. Roka did something when he beat Drew. He beat Drew psychologically because he just didn't rise to the occasion drew mm -hmm. into that match expecting a big drew versus roca big psychological battle big heel warfare back and forth back and forth smack talk and john wouldn't engage him i think that threw drew off a little bit and yeah. that's the kind of thing that roca does so yeah. i think they both are gamesmanship and i think this is a little i think roca's playing games i for dan because dan doesn't play games and i think ben's playing games because that's what he so does. in that case you think roca's playing favorites 
Oh, I think Roka definitely absolutely is yeah. playing favorites. I think Roka and Dan are this. Ben and Riley are kind of like more like this, yeah. and they kind of meet together. But if they were to break up, mm -hmm. Dan and Ben, or Roka and Ben would not be going together. Ben and Roka are the two most uh, frictionized, uh, friction making parts mm -hmm. of the faction. Is my in my because Dan, yeah. I mean Riley and Dan have worked together before. Riley and Roka have worked together before. Mm -hmm. Ben was always that outsider who worked against Roka. Roka yeah, had a rivalry for a very long time. Roka doesn't <laughs> get that shit at all. Nope. So I have this feeling like Ben wants to be, I think honestly Ben wants to be Roka even more than he wants to be Dan. <laughs> almost, almost, <laughs> almost part of it. That, would, part be of it. Great. So, that would be great. That would be an awesome match. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd love to see that match now. Well, in yeah. that case, I mean, like Ben beating both of them is really, it's more of analysis just knowing that, um, Beating Merle would be a wee bit beating Roka by extension a little bit, if you know. And so suddenly he's just like, "Come at me, brah." Mm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that would be a little crazy. I would like it though. I mean, that would be very interesting. So, I mean, that would definitely make it a little more difficult for Ben for sure. Well, okay. At the end of the day, what I would say is, I think Merle has still. I think Merle still has the better overall breadth of knowledge. Um, I think he has less weaknesses than Ben does. So it's all going to be about this, what they rule, what they spin, what Ben spins. If he get, if Ben gets a strength, Ben wins. If Ben gets a weakness, then Dan wins. I think that's what it's going to come down to. Yeah. To be honest there. And I'm really curious of what IG specific slice he's going to put on that wheel, too. Is it going to be Lord of the Rings or Star Trek? That's what I'm thinking. Middle Earth or Star Trek is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. Absolutely. Same. All right. So I think we pretty much covered the Finn stock exchange drama that is happening. So really what we have to go next to is call to the network. Mm -hmm. where we talk about all the amazing things we have coming up this week on our channel. Let's start with a show that's happening tomorrow. Paul, what's happening tomorrow on chill? Drip, drip, baby. We got Winston Marshall coming on from SCN Live to follow up our record-breaking Mark Ellis show. By far. Uh, <laughs> a little bit. By Thank far. you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, but I'm I'm happy to have Winston on. Winston is one of the funniest people I've, I've seen on SCN Live. Every time he's on the show, he makes it that much better. So it should be definitely a fun chill for us. And I will throw it out there also. Next week after that, we do have the Outlock, John Roca coming on finally in a very highly anticipated match and like i announced today sean sullivan and jillian are going to come on two weeks from now oh that's so great i am so excited it's gonna be amazing yes. all right and then a couple days later we have another show that is just blowing people's minds it's one of the greatest shows on our channel what's happening on schmobates alex i love schmobates i love my show <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, this Wednesday, I'm actually going to be having video Drew herself, Drew Grant, as my co-host, co-judge, really. So that's going to be so much fun. But I'm going to be having my competitors, Dwayne Burke and Eric Rodriguez, aka Nerd Chronic himself, famously known to work together um, all the time, very consistently, you know, part of Schmodown. And, you know, uh, they actually live together, which makes it even more interesting. I'm a dynamic. Um, but... Yeah, so it's going to be really fantastic. They're all wonderful people. And some of the questions are actually very, um, very focused on, very much inspired by this upcoming Atlanta match. Hence, hence. 
I am so excited for that match. It's going to be amazing. I love all those people and get to see them in all the different roles and getting to debate each other. Oh, it's it's going to be so good. Alex, you just keep blowing my mind with who you're getting onto that show. Like, I talk to a lot of people. I get a lot of news. Like, oh, I just have these people coming on. I'm like, mind blown. I just right. want to make it known that I'm undefeated on Schmobe still, even though I've only been on the one match when it was actually part of Call Live, I think, actually. Yeah, I'm so. undefeated, too, when it was also back on the show months and months ago before it became <clears throat> the amazing thing it is today. <laughs> I need to get back on and defend my, my name with that. You do. You do. Absolutely. <laughs> but I do love just co-hosting, too. It's like I'm, <laughs> I really enjoy it, so it's fun. All right, and I am not sure if we're having a triple A live this week. I have not heard from our boys if that's happening or not. Um, but keep an eye out, we'll post about it if we do. Uh, we have a show that's usually on Fridays, uh, Call to the Fan Leagues. I haven't heard for sure if it's going to be on this week, but keep an eye out. It's our amazing show run by Adelaide that talks about the fan leagues. Uh, and you definitely should check it out. And then, of course, we may or may not have Call Live next week because I will be. Wait, actually, no, I'll be up at home. Yes, we will have call live next week. <laughs> I get in at like 10 a.m. So I we will have call live next week. So that will be a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know. Our usual ladies <laughs> night, I will be in Atlanta. So we'll have to, we'll, we'll figure something out. Maybe, maybe like next week we could try and do something. We should. Oh my gosh. I need to let. Okay. So I'm going to be super duper available starting here next week. So please. please. Hey, hi. All okay. Alex all the time. Alex on every show. I need attention from my ladies, from Kelsey, from Danny. And we need to have a Jillian on, just saying. Yes. Jillian. Yes. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, we'll we'll figure something out. We'll slide into people's DMs and figure some things out. It's happening. All right. So the last segment that I have for this evening is a quick questions from the chat. Any questions you have for us could be Schmodown related or not. Um, it is late tonight, so after hours questions probably aren't okay, but you know, who knows? We'll see. So just ask some questions. What's considered what makes it after after hours like late night or after dark or whatever? What makes it if it's like something weird? If it's something slightly inappropriate. <laughs> I feel like so for me, I mean I make it is inappropriate. I, I make it inappropriate, basically. <laughs> that makes it inappropriate. That's an inappropriate thing right there. Sliding Yes, girl, do it. <laughs> Oh, like, yeah, can I? There's our first I question. I will be there. I'm going to figure it out. I will be there. I'm not missing Houston again. <laughs> Once the details, I'm so excited. And I was just like, I made a meme this morning. Like the moment I woke up from bed, once I like, once, <laughs> once I, once I woke up, I was literally in bed, like waking up for my alarm. And I'm like, no, I got to make this meme and I got to post it to Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's my that's my alarm voice. Hello. <laughs> to my tweets and the twitters. Houston was amazing. I wish I could go. Um, I'm not gonna make it, unfortunately, but Houston was where the action army kind of solidified. The, the this generation the action army solidified with that first movie. Today. It was exactly exactly what it was. So I'm 
<laughs> very sad that I'm not gonna be able to be there. It should be amazing, especially if it's gonna be in the wrestling ring again. Uh, as I, I kind of wonder what match could possibly be in the wrestling ring that would make make as much sense as Ben versus Drew did. I have a couple of thoughts. I'm kind of I don't want to say them yet because I want to hopefully see that what happens. But Houston is a great event. The uh, Adams brothers are there. The Cine Fanatics are there, and they make for a great time as well. We love the Cine Fanatics here, and the Cinema Fanatics, and the Cinema Mom Fanatics, and all those different. Fanatics. All those guys, they're all great. <laughs> Uh, they're amazing uh, guys yeah i cannot wait to see them uh, general muthana what is an after hours question well there's a lot of them we talk about it's usually involved in getting something inappropriate <laughs> <laughs> oh i mean like i'm not gonna lie though Dwayne posted our first like after hours whatever mm. thing if i can see if i can find it real quick oh wait <laughs> would you rather have penis fingers or testicle toes <laughs> question good job Dwayne. penis uh, fingers yeah, I think I'd have penis fingers as well. I don't want to step on my balls. Size penis or no? Is it like an Irish size penis or like a? I would or like I, magnum size. <laughs> like oh no, the testicles. Right. The testicles. Like right. Worse. You, you step on your balls. Were they were they being circumcised penises <laughs> or non circumcised? Well, washing your hands every day might be interesting. <laughs> It'd be a lot, a lot of fun. Would your hands get erections? They get bigger. <laughs> so we need to like get something. Like, you're like would, would your would you have like hand pants? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, I go with testicle toes. I think hand pants are called gloves. <laughs> Easier to have it. <laughs> I guess. Wow. <laughs> There's so many more ways we can go here, but I kind of feel like this is a this is getting very dangerous. So. <laughs> Let's jump to the next question. All right, uh, it is not about testicle toes or penis thing, but thank you, Emily, for reminding me. You have a special segment on it. <laughs> I will uh, if I get a chance. I'll play. Thank you, Anthony, for asking. I do have a new channel I've developed called PLD Projects. You can search it out now. It's going to have little short form shows, 15 minutes or so, about Star Wars, the 1980s fives. Uh, show V, which I love. Shows about Queen. Shows about uh, the Harris Dons, Ed Harris. And I will also be having a show called Generally Speaking, where I will be, me and Billy Belford are going to be interviewing you, Action Army fans. That's part of the idea. So look for that as I develop it. Thank you, Anthony, for the question that lets me do a cheap plug like that. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't you going to Atlanta, Alex? Why aren't you going to Atlanta? Um, I it's I'm this this upcoming week is my last week at work, and Saturday is literally my last day at work. So what she's saying yeah. is not Atlanta, but every other live event afterwards, right? Literally, <laughs> uh, Lucas and I are actively trying to move to Ireland. And we got a lot of stuff we want to do beforehand. We got a trip. We're trying to plan a trip to Thailand here pretty soon. We're trying to visit a whole bunch of cities. Before that, we want to go to Ireland a few times to check out actual places to live. Or we do want to live in Cork. Do we want to live in Dublin? I don't know yet. So we have a lot of stuff we want to plan beforehand. So I was just like, yeah, you know what? I don't need to work. I don't want to work. I don't, whatever. <laughs> right. Well, what makes Bateman the traitor? Well, if you knew that, he's not you'd be a traitor. He is the traitor. He not. left Drew behind to go with Mark Riley. He he jumped. At, he was Drew was, to play with Riley. Drew, was, Drew was trying to save him 
And when he ta he accidentally knocked him to the table. Accidentally um, knocked Drew him was to trying the table. to give him Drew is trying to give him a chair in Houston so that he could sit down and he took it from him and smashed him on the back. It's horrific. He's a true hero. And you know, true blood true. resulted from, you know, said accident, right? Exactly. Exactly. Or <laughs> uh, Ars wants to know about our thoughts about the friend dream we can go on HBO Max. Yes, I, I do. do not like friends. Oh, <laughs> there you go. I've tried to watch it like five times and I get like three episodes in and then I'm done. I just don't I like fucking it. hate that show. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Alex. Yes. I fucking hate that show. <laughs> that show, that feels no, that that show is homophobic. It's anti it's 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 anti it's anti feminist, it's transphobic, it's racist. And <laughs> it's so bad for so many reasons. And my thought so is it's so funny. Okay, so my dad's a paleontologist, right? So I've grown up my entire life surrounded by dozens of paleontologists. Ross is not a paleontologist. By and they're and all assholes. <laughs> and they're all assholes, like active assholes. Like um, Phoebe, you know what? Scratch that. Phoebe is the only one where I'm like, yeah. girl, like you Phoebe. can do better. You can do better. Go get you find some friends. But Go find friends. Ross is an asshat because he's freaking out because his son is like two years old and he's like, I kind of want to hang out with this Barbie. And he's like, no, G.I. Joe. And you're like, dude, what the fuck? Calm <laughs> the fuck down. He wants to hang out with the Barbie. Calm down. And he's like, oh, uh, do you guys, these books are on lesbianism? Uh, oh, oh, and I'm sorry. I can't stand that show. They're all horrible people. It's awful. I loved the show back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> First run of it, I used to love watching it. I, I watched it in college and everything else. I didn't really look into it hard, too deeply, I'll be honest with you. But uh, I will say this reunion thing does nothing for me because it's not like a scripted show anyway. It's a just a their reunion. I don't know what they're talking about. I don't even know. Around a circle talking. Like, well, I don't know, whatever. I just, I, that does, it does nothing for me. So that's just that. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, here's, okay, the next question. Just as a square, what is the call to action origin story? I got to be honest with you. None of us here are really yeah. completely. We're not origin the, people. So just we'll talk to, to Adelaide or Danny or uh, Danny, Danny or Danny. Actually. Yeah, you would have to definitely have, there should, maybe there should be an episode like dedicated specifically. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. That's an idea. We could do like our own little like biography episode with the I know, history of call to action. I will say I know that basically it started as a heel podcast, just like Team Action. It was the idea, mm -hmm. I, I believe, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. The idea was to be just like action as we were supposed to basically come in, insult, insult the audience we were talking to, talk just like Team Action did to the fans. We did the same thing as a podcast. And we kind of evolved since then and developed them. We yeah. still do it every once in a while. It's still part of our vibe. But uh, the actual full-on origin story, I'll have to talk to the other ones about that. I'm sure they have a great story to tell. For sure. Uh, let's see. Thank you, Sean. I appreciate that. Awesome. <laughs> um, PLD, my favorite Ed Harris. My favorite Ed Harris question. Uh, that's a different story. I don't know if we haven't had many Ed Harris questions in the showdown. I'm going to say definitely the one about The Rock, just because The Rock is a special place in my heart. So it was the one questioning about General Hummel being in The Rock at that point. All right. Um, there, oh. there you go. Daniel said that. <laughs> Got it. Oh, I wanted to let you know, Paul, Kelsey. Okay, so uh, Mike Duncan, that schmuck, he, him... 
and Bethany. I actually love these people. They're wonderful. I love them. Yeah, Deacon. I'm yeah. sorry. I did say Duncan. Sorry, my bad. Okay, so Mike, he was like, we were talking about because he and um, him, they're going to meet up and, you know, for action, action house. It's going to be fantastic with Lucas. It's going to be great. And then he starts talking smack about him and Bethany are like the best schmo down couple. And I have some thoughts. <laughs> How dare he? I assume that him and Bethany, the most wonderful people on earth, actually love They them. are the most wonderful people on earth. Everyone. <laughs> assume, assume they are the schmodown couple. Because how dare they? If anything, Lucas and I are the schmodown fan couple ever. Thoughts. Just saying. <laughs> I'm going to argue that me and my invisible husband, Adam Driver, are the best showdown couple. So we're the cat. Yeah, me and my cat, Kylo Ren, are the best showdown couple. There we go. <laughs> I love I'm not gonna lie. And Dwayne, yes, I, I am the podcast. The podcast is me. Um, Lucas is married to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so in a way, we're all married to Lucas. You know what? <laughs> yes, absolutely. We need to have a, um, a Schmodown couple off. Schmodown couple, couple trivia off or something. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Determine the best Schmodown fan couple. <laughs> That'd be best. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm here for it. I embrace it. Yes. Yeah, so they're going to lead to the yes. party. <laughs> Absolutely. This is the real answer right here, though. That, that's probably that, the real that answer. Probably the truth. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Saul. I like that too. I'll take that. So. <laughs> oh, even better though. Okay. We both did it at the same time. Damn it. <laughs> that, that could be as well. God, I'm married to a lot of things, aren't I? Yeah, you are. <laughs> all the marriages, all the all the marriages, all the liquor, all the podcasts, all the moderations. It's everything. Yeah, because you and Lucas have that like you know live event thing going. So. I don't need a live event husband. I got a live event wife with a um, I just want to correct you. Relationships are a competition. <laughs> That's the whole reason it'd be It'd be a schmear knob thrown off of the way by my Otherwise, mind. what's the point? That is the entire point of the real of the marriage, of the relationship. So you can constantly compete and challenge each other. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually another good point. I think though. we have a winner. I think we got a winner, guys. <laughs> that might be it. That might be it. Oh, <laughs> No, I think we've reached the end of the chat. If anybody has any further questions, now it's now or never. Yeah. While we wait to see if any last questions come in, I think it's probably time we can plug some things. Paul, PLD, where can people find you? 
You can find me at Paul underscore Danuzu on Twitter. You can find me at patreon.com slash team action. Help keep me employed. Uh, they've just had their my one-year anniversary of uh, running the Patreon for Ben and Drew. And we've re revamped it a little bit. Got a couple of big things coming up. The General's Bunkers we did, which are awesome. The Captain's Cabana, a lot of private chats we're going to be having with Ben and Drew. As well as the Action Rewind, where they're going to go back and watch all of their matches along with you if you're at the Sergeant's level or above at this point. Um, and then also, like I said, like Sean and everybody else has subscribed to now, PLD Projects, the PLD Projects on YouTube for my new stuff. I'm going to be rolling it out slowly, so be patient. I do a lot of stuff in the meantime, so we'll go from there. Uh, I think that's it. Where is Action Cat? That's a good question. Where is the Action Cat? Which there one, actually? Which couple of them? Is um, <laughs> give me a hot minute. Let me see if I can find one of them. I know one of them doesn't like being held, and he's like the rowdy one, but he's like knocked out cold, so... Mine was already mine was already bumping and ripping my leg apart earlier, so he might not might not come around anytime soon. All right. Well, while we're pitching the action cat, I'll plug my stuff. You can find me at Kelseykins90 on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me on the Call to Action Podcast Instagram and interact with me there. Uh, we have merch on T Public. Check it out. We are working on some designs for some new shirts. Uh, we want to make them look really cool though, so we're still working on them. And I will see some of you guys in Atlanta. I am already packing. I am so excited to see Ben defend the belt live. And also to go to the aquarium while I'm there. <laughs> and to see Mark Ellis live. It's going to be a packed weekend. I'm so excited. Yes. It's always a good time, Mark. Ellis. always. Sure. Okay. For anyone who's not gone to a live event, go to a live event. Not even just for Schmodown. Go because of Ellis' show. Go to because we're going to help hang out. Go for the bar afterwards. The, the community is the reason to go to the live events. So Absolutely. do it. Absolutely. And we've got action cat. And if you go when if you go to an event that Jake Yakovet is at, you're guaranteed to get a bunch of shots. So yeah, you are gonna get plastered. And so it's worth it. So please go. <laughs> there is action. It's uh Luke says mentioned it. He's like, um it like when talks about okay, fine, I'll put you down. Jesus. Range okay. Um okay, so it was the uh, Smets Kalinowski match over the summer that switched him on into liking Schmodown. It was the live event that made him turn into a real fan. Right. Like at the end of the day, I mean, a trivia show is a trivia show. I mean, there's there's Jeopardy and stuff. You know, that's all great. Um, but at the same time, it's we're fans of the community. This is so much more than that. We're like we have like real genuine relationships with. Like a lot of these people, like go to these love events. We like to hang out and chat, and for I mean, like we're up till like literally like five a.m. <laughs> yeah, we're up all night hanging out. So it's so much fun. It's so wonderful. Um, but it's like we do have genuinely relationships with a lot of these people. Like I consider Kelsey and Paul some of my best friends. Like Kelsey, I see Kelsey, honest to God, probably more than my my friends today here in St. Louis. Same you know. You know, and I'm like, I want to see more. I know, I love you. Love you. Too. You're you're okay, Paul, but you got okay. You're good too. But um, but yeah. So I mean, it's just I mean, like literally, we we talk to each other every day, and it's we're such a passionate community, and there's so much genuine love, genuine friendship here. So that's that's what it's all about. The live events, what you know, sure, that's like our unifying thing, but it's. 
so much more. I go on the stream just so I can see Lucas in the background every once in a while. That's how much I, I want to hang out with Lucas. So uh, <laughs> if you could just move your shoulder down, I can see Lucas coming. He's uh, not here, actually. He's there somewhere. But, there. <laughs> but he did like slip me something not too long ago. Oh yeah, like oh heel side. <laughs> That's good. There you go. <laughs> You got to study nice. up on that. Study up on that, Alice. Study up on that. <laughs> I do have All a few right. more questions. Uh, oh, wait, do we need to plug in anything else? Uh, Alex, uh, where can people find you? Okay, then we'll go back. Um, you can find me running the call to action Twitter page. I'm that person that runs it. If you're interacting with a call to action on Twitter, you're interacting with me. I'm the one responding. To everyone and doing all and doing the likes and responses and all that good stuff. So I'm the one that's running that. So definitely give us a definitely follow us there. You know, I'll follow back, all that good stuff. But also, um, like I said, every single Wednesday, Schmobates, I run it. I love it. Come hang out with us and vote for debaters who should win. Absolutely. All right. So our last few chat questions. One event to go to free for all or Houston. That's a tough question. That. I, I will be going to both probably uh, <laughs> for just the amount of competitors you get to see. I think free for all is like an amazing event to go to. So I personally probably would push free for all of the two, but we also don't know what Houston's going to be yet. It could be something that's just like mind blowing. We don't know, but I think free for all. It Yeah. Yeah. I have to pick free for all too, even though uh, if Houston is Houston could be amazing as well. Um, uh, but I, I banked that mostly on Houston before. So I, I think you have to, if I had to pick what I'd probably go free for all just for the sheer volume yeah. of getting to see everybody. Yeah. Not to mention it's like a, I mean, don't get me wrong. Every live events an event um, by same time free for all. It's like a good three hour process. Right. Mm -hmm. You're, you're, you're in there for a whole. So. Um, Haskell wants to know if we have any idea when the Chicago live event will be. I think it's June, right? I don't know, but my dad and brother are going to go. So Nice. I think it's June, but I don't know what weekend yet. There's still I got the weekend. I go to that one, too. Really, I'm planning for almost every single live event this year. <laughs> uh, I might have to skip some. Not a question, but we appreciate the comment. Yes. Let's do it. One C2A 1K. C2A 1K. Get us there. We're super stoked to be able to get to that number, so. Let me see. Anything else? I scrolling down. A lot of action cats. A lot of C two A one Ks. Lots of cameras in the shash. There you go. Cameras in the shash. I have to buy FFA now. Oscar Romo. I will be there with my children as well, so it's going to be fun. I think they're excited. June for Chicago as well. Christmas going to be in Chicago. Christian said June would. June is probably in June, and that's what I said too. It's oh, not a good. Subscribe. Good. This is time for our anniversary then. Perfect timing. <laughs> Who is that one dislike? I will find that person. Thank you. We'll get General Rizana on that. Of course, the joke is on them because thumbs up or thumbs down, it helps the algorithm mm -hmm. either way. So either way, thumbs up, thumbs down. I don't really care. Yeah. But I mean, also, I just do want to let you guys know, if you guys actually go to a live event, let us give you a nice hug. I mean... <laughs> We are good we, huggers. We are huggers. We will chat your face off. Yeah, and whether we'll you or not, you'll be action army. After. And I will drink with you. We'll I will drink with you drink. hardcore. Let us just be in your presence, just because we're amazed that you're here. Indeed, yeah. absolutely. All right. Does Action Cat have an Instagram? <laughs> Actually, I should probably send you pictures, Kelsey. 
Yeah, I'll just put an extra cat on our Instagram. That's all we need. <laughs> okay. Be yep. on our Instagram. Like, very photogenic, I have, you know. That is very true. I get that. We get that. Luckily, my wife gets it now. But uh, yeah, trying to tell anybody else about it, they don't get it. Yeah. And, yes. You're trying to find a boyfriend or a girlfriend because then you'll be like, I love this thing. And the eyes just glaze over and they don't get it. Like, it just sounds so dorky. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> so Or if you actually show a match and they're like, oh, I get it. Yeah, what's it? What? What? Yeah. So it sounds so dorky. <laughs> And then right there, right there below, that's another one of my wives. She's my work wife. So that's another person I'm married to. In the <laughs> Literally talk to you guys actively, like actively at three, four hours a day. Yes. Like actively, like where we're like messaging back and forth and I'm like reading your messages and stuff. I talk to you guys more than anyone else in my life. <laughs> Bonkers. Yes. Like I talk to you guys more than my parents, <laughs> my family. Probably my son. Oh, I'm not kidding. <laughs> more than my children. They want nothing to do with me. Like, mom's a dork. We're going to go play with our toys and it's nowhere her. So I talk to you guys more than them, too. <laughs> my Italian father just keeps asking me, you got to make any money from that? <laughs> okay. Okay, Dad. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. Unless we have anything else, I think that's probably our show. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. It has been a blast. We always love hanging out with you guys in the chat. And we will see you next week. So we'll see you tomorrow night on chill. See you tomorrow night on chill. I'll see you in the chat. Love you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us.